Due to a one-week hiatus, this episode of Double Dose Podcast will be a selection of some of our favorite topics from previous episodes. Enjoy! If you were to only be able to travel back once, make one jump back, and then you come back to present, what time period and where? Well, see, I think that a one jump situation, don't judge me, but I am going to jump back just to pretty much help myself at that point because one, well, well, can I bring a camera and stuff? No, I'm going to say it's an inner journey. Oh, fucking. <laughs> okay. Because you know what? You you will change everything. You will destroy the world if you go, yeah, 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 oh yeah, yeah um, aliens visited. I'll be Ashton Kutcher and choke myself as a baby. Yeah. The, the, oh yeah, dude, that's it. <laughs> um, no, uh, I would go back and uh, in a spiritual journey, let's say, and I knew what to do and I could like absorb the knowledge. Yeah. I'd go back and just say buy Bitcoin. <laughs> right. Interesting. That's just such an interesting to, like, choice. To go back and just write as Bitcoin was taken off and hoard about 10,000 Bitcoins and just sit on them. Interesting. And say just sell them in like 2020. Do you feel like you, you chose that because it's like the past is the past and if I can set myself up for the future, then might as yeah, well. Yeah, that's what I do. Yeah, I get that, man. Because then, you know, like- Because like, you're only going back once. Yeah. And you'll be like, okay, I got a snippet of knowledge, but like, wait, how long can I go back for? As long as you need. As long as I need. Well, but you know, you're going to age, so- Oh. You're going to want to like- And, and in, in saying that, like, it's so hard because like, imagine saying, oh, I want to go back to when the pyramids were getting built. And what if it does turn out that they took like 20 years to build a more- and then you're like, you just come in and they're just putting down foundation lines. You're like, how long do I have to wait to, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for something yeah. to happen? And what if the time you come back is when the aliens visit? So you just have no idea. You have to spend a lifetime to okay, know. Okay, now then, yeah, I'm sticking to what I said. You? Well, after this conversation, I'm kind of, I was going to say I'm, like- I'm going for the Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, dude, I was going to I was going to say pyramids, but now like thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, if you go back uh, and you can only just take yourself- and you and you come back and go, guys. I I know I know the story about the pyramids. People go, hey, but where's the evidence? Yeah, and you go, oh, that's what, oh right. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say as well. So I have if I don't have evidence, boat. and then might be like, oh, you faked it. Can you bring back something? Well, how would you even know? Prove it. People could say you just faked it. How many people out bring there back probably? someone from that time? Carbon datum. Carbon datum. <laughs> <laughs> just kidnap Tutankhamun. Yeah, dude. Run with him. Let him let him have modern medicine and grow old. He was apparently pretty pretty unhealthy guy. Was he the one that was killed when he was young or he just died young? Man, he was born with like a club foot yeah, and he walked stuff. with a cane and everyone just pra- praised him and he had an elongated head. That, dude, you're so sounding like, like you're describing baby. an alien. You're, you're describing an alien right there. I'm freak. Yeah, probably. Maybe it was an alien. Maybe. He was the first um, Splice and didn't work out. I did not like that film. Did you? Which one? Splice. Oh, no way, dude. No. Oh, okay. That's terrible. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, that was horrible. No, that's, uh, yeah. We don't talk about this, yeah. So, I came across this video. I really hope you haven't seen this. But okay. there's this guy. <laughs> one of the most interesting ways of cooking a piece of food I've ever seen in my life. He was able to cook a, an entire chicken by slapping it. Oh, okay. I have, I have, I do remember the meme coming out. Like how many, how hard and fast do you need to slap a chicken to, in order to cook it? Yeah. Because it, it's a thermal... Ready, uh, it's thermal uh, the thermodynamics. thermodynamics. I should have, thermodynamics. That right. Gets, so someone's know, done energy this. Energy gets transferred. I, I think it's maybe Newton's second law of thermodynamics right. that every 
action has an equals opposite reaction, but all energy is transferred and never lost. So, you know, if you trans, if you slap something really hard and it hurts your skin or whatever, you can do that enough times that you'll be able to cook a damn piece of meat. Wow. So he did it. He actually cooked it. Is it a cause and effects? Is he cooking his hand as he's cooking the chicken? <laughs> so he was not able to cook it with his own strength. He needed to build a machine to slap the chicken continuously <laughs> until it until it cooked. Oh my god, dude! But, this, was this guy from? Um, this guy definitely was from the era where you slapped your wife. He was so he was yeah, so, yeah, as soon like, as he heard about slapping, he was like, oh, "I gotta get on this." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was able to do it. How many slaps do you think it took? How hard and fast is he slapping the chicken? Well, what if he, if he <laughs> had slapping to the guess. chicken sounds like a saying, like choke the chicken? Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. So he it was pretty fast, but how fast do you think it would be? I'm picturing it's like a little rotary machine, like the hands yeah, just yeah. fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm gonna say uh, 200 spm slaps per minute. For how long? Oh, shit. Okay. Um, three and a half hours. Okay. 200 slaps per minute. And then per minute, let's let's do some quick calculations off quick the top maths. of my head. Quick maths. So, uh, how many minutes in an hour? So, 60 minutes. Yep. So, that's times 60, 1,200, 200 SPM. What's that? By, 12, by the way, whatever 12, you say. slaps per minute. Whatever you say, I'm going to agree, agree on because I'm bad at math. No, no. 12,000 slaps per hour is what you're saying. Per hour, 24. Yes. That's like 50,000 slaps a day. No. God damn. 100,000 slaps a day. Old generation are just so, loving this sound. If, oh my God. I hope I got my maths not totally wrong here. Um, but so that's, that's the, there was a maths. number and he got it. He was yeah. able to do it. So I'll give you some bit of backstory first is that he needed to get the chicken to it did not look cooked when he when he showed it. Okay. But he went to the FDA, uh, you know, guidelines and said, how long do you need to cook a chicken for? Yep. And usually it's 75 degrees Celsius. Internal temperature. Internal temperatures for- um, I think that's Fahrenheit. Some, no, 75 degrees flashed, I think, on each side for a certain amount of minutes. But he was worried that would be- that would be too high of a temperature to achieve by slapping. So he <laughs> looked up and if you cook it at uh, 10 minutes- at 55 degrees Celsius, it would cook. It would be considered cook. I think it was 50, 10 or it was either 10 or 30 minutes that he had to hold the temperature of 55 degrees of slapping, right? Oh, right. Okay. Yep. Yep. So he, it needed to be slapped. I think it's 65 and held. Fahrenheit, I think, for okay. chicken. But it just needed to be held over that amount of time. Don't quote me on the time. I forget what it was. In order to be considered safe to eat. Yes. Yep. So he was slapping it. With this machine, yeah. and it, I love the when, I love that you're, that you're doing it like to, that. He's just- the number he came to was one hundred thirty-five thousand slaps, and it took him eight hours to cook, an eight or nine hours to achieve it. Because over time, you could see, and he had to build <laughs> this encasing. This spe- he had to buy and build this special encasing that he would wrap in the chicken in this very tiny, very tiny sack and yeah. the sack was very special because it allowed heat to come in but it didn't allow heat to come out okay so it was, it was it was almost like a vacuum seal of this special material and 
the device looked like some sort of seesaw that was tilted on one side and it was just coming down like a hundred oh, right. times as uh, almost a, 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 every 10 seconds. It was just bam, 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 just nailing this chicken. And it <laughs> took him weeks to achieve this because the machine kept breaking. What, um, a couple of so questions. much force being generated that it was just, it sounded like a jackhammer. Yeah. I'm like a couple of questions. What are people that are walking past that house thinking, hearing that, um, how do you sleep with that running, you know, throughout the night? And mm. also what method of cooking are we thinking of? That, is that classified as, is that baking a chicken? Cause it's in a, it's in a, like a bag. I guess you're boiling it to a degree because it's the heat, its, own heat. it's uh, boiling it really. Yeah. Did the chicken fall apart? So it was, he, he could not eat it because <laughs> the thermal paste that had, or the fiberglass insulation that he had created burst onto the chicken. Right. But when he opened it up, it looked cooked, but he did cook and eat a steak, which was much lower temperature needed. And that thing looked brown on the outside and pink in the middle. Really? And he was able to eat it, but he said- Is it just a he, section of the meat or overall? Whole thing. Really? Yes. So it just transfers meat? Yeah, the, the, sorry, transfers transfer the whole meat. And he wow. had this big- Thick. He had to get the thickest bit of cut he could because he's worried it was going to get pounded into oblivion. Oh yeah, but like just, he um, said when he ate it, it was almost unchewable because it it, it tasted like he had been chewing it for about five hours because it was right. pounded so yeah. many times. I wonder what that does to like the yeah the, the proteins the fibers. That's that's wow. That's interesting. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Dude, that's so weird. That's, I like that though. I like the dedication. Is he an engineer? Yeah, he's an engineer. Okay, that that's got sense. this yeah. YouTube channel that is very specific to you know, doing these kind of kooky experiments and yeah. doing very strange ways of doing stuff. And also let's just build this because I can. Yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that. So it was possible and he proved it, but it happened with a lot of failures. And I give props to the guys. One of the most interesting videos I had seen and the streams he had posted of, you know, the, the letdowns and the machine breaking so yeah. many times and reinforcing the machine and rebuilding it to make it stronger because heaps of time, you know, the, the bolt would just break because it was just under so much force and pressure. As an engineer, I bet you he loved this whole experiment. It wasn't even about the chicken. It was just making this thing work and do its job. For sure. Yeah. That was super interesting and I thought you would like it. No, I do appreciate that. And um, I can't say that I can uh, bring that into my culinary um, experience. This is a thought experiment that I found. And um, before I before I get into it, I do need to give a warning, um, an info hazard warning if you if you will um this uh if you know if you do have a tough time with existentialism and um you know dread please skip this part it is it is a it is a pretty bleak concept and if you once you hear about it you know you're you're in it and there's no way out of it mm -hmm. so you've been warned um so go for it this is called roko's basilisk Okay. Um, now I need. I'm gonna have to read off my notes here because it's a, it's a bit of a deep one. Okay. Okay. So uh, this is a hypothetical thought experiment um, for when human existence reaches the point of the singularity. Okay. I've thought about this a lot. Go right. ahead. So for those of you listening that don't know, um, the uh, the singularity is a hypothesized future where uh, computer computing power. Um, gets to such great feats that it's like a superhuman artificial intelligence and it becomes, uh, it has a capability to simulate human minds and, and upload it, upload 
its mind to um, other computers and and it's able to simulate life itself. It's just yeah, so advanced. Um, yeah, it's essentially it's, like being so adept that it's able to kind more of more than human. Almost. It's more than human, and it can process so fast. It essentially events everything at once. Yes, con- in in an instant, and everything gets invented that can possibly be made. Yes, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in this uh, hypothetical future, this um, AI is, uh, I, I guess it's it's brought into existence, and um, it's able. And, and and if it if it gets to a point where it's able to understand human quality qualities like fear and mm-hmm. self preservation, like we do, then it might have an interest in um, the people who were in fear of its creation. Okay. Okay. Um, and even if it doesn't have proof that you were in fear of it, it probably has the capability to take what you are as a person uh, or anything that represents you as a person and simulate your life to even figure out if you were to fear it or were, were to have feared it at, at one point in your life. Okay. Okay. Um, so the basic thought of, thought experiment is that um, if this AI was able to find out that you didn't want it, its existence, then it could have uh, the power to essentially stop your existence by putting you into uh, an, 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 a hell trapped in your own mind. It could kind of like, the, you know, could put you into like a matrix essentially, but that's like a, just an internal eternal hell. Yes. And um, you're just trapped in there and it could be just torture forever because it knows that it you did not want its existence. Okay. And then on top of that, if you then create it out of fear, then you're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy in which the fear of something happening, you're, you've made it happen. So then um, taking that one one step further, because of it, because of its intelligence, it's able to find out that it was created due to fear and then um, you are now viewed as being in fear of it. So then you are still at, um, at its, at its mercy. Oh, say it again. So um, if it finds out that you fear it, yeah, it could pretty much put you in um, some sort of mental prison, mental prison. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but then if, because of, because of this knowledge of, what it has the potential of doing, mm-hmm. you create it to essentially support it. Then you've created it out of fear. Yes. And then if it runs its simulation and finds out that you created it out of fear, mm-hmm. then you have created, you are essentially fearing itself and it still has the potential to, to lock you up. Yeah. So you're, but that's only, okay. Yeah. 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 I yeah, get what so you mean. So you're essentially yeah. uh, trapped. So now just the, uh, the understanding of this theory you're essentially in a position right now that if you don't do anything right now to support its creation in this hypothetical future that it's possible, mm-hmm. then you are going to be put into this hellscape. Okay. And if you don't do anything right now, then you are not contributing to it, therefore a threat to its existence, therefore potentially going to be put into this hellscape. Yeah, but that's to say if we're locked inside this mental prison to begin with well it's 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 when the ai is created and yeah when it's surpassed us yes yeah that's a big fear that i kind of have is what yeah. will happen when ai because the minute it's invented about two seconds later you get sing- singularity 
It would be instant. It's, it it's be almost s- instantaneous. Yeah. I can imagine it's just be like, oh, I am me. This is me. I understand everything. This is me. So what like, was so I scary am- about it for you? I am I'm okay with it because I, um, I don't see it happening in my lifetime, I guess, you know? Are you serious? You think there won't be the AI as smart as us in our lifetime? I, I don't think... I think it'll be towards the end of our lifetime for yeah, I'm sure. If it is, it's right at the end of life. Expert scientists say by 2040, 100%. Right. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, it, um, you you got to do, you got to support it. Okay. You got to support Roko's Basilisk. I think, yeah, I think that's a crazy thought experiment and it's pretty cool. But it got, it, can, so basically, when can, this, when can we, this, the thing is, though, the AI can't encapsulate the reality you're already in. Um, I, I believe it's like, it, it, It'd be in a position where, um, it can. Yeah, it. It can just do something like that. I think it'd be in a in a in a position where um, you would be reliant on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. It, this this um this thought experiment was so uh, bad that um I think the 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 person that submitted it was named Roko or the the username was Roko. Um. It was on a like a philosophy board, mm-hmm. and the admin uh ripped it down and deleted it and was just like this is stupid. This is, you know, and it's because um several people complained about it because they were having like you know they were essentially breaking down um with just the, knowing that this this fact because you know I um some people can't handle this this idea now that they have the knowledge of this uh. It's a big fear for some people. Mm-hmm. Okay. I wanted to bring up something to you. Sure. A very strange experiment. Don't look. Very strange looking. experiment that happened in 1865 by George Stratton. Okay. Okay. I hope you've never heard of it. We're going way back. We're going way back. I felt this was very interesting to the, to the point of human experience and to the point of where our how our brains can adapt to certain scenarios and to certain things around our world because okay. so i i had the very interesting thing thought of you know like our eyes see everything upside down right mm-hmm. and you, you know that like our yeah. brain flips it upside down yeah. and for some reason or other the when i move my left hand my right side of my brain is controlling that and when I move my right hand, the left side of my brain is controlling that. So it's flipped for some reason, I think right? it's also the same with the way our ears pick up sound. Um, sounds on the left side, uh, your your right ear will pick that up better. And with I, the left brain? I think because I remember seeing this experiment where someone like put like earmuffs with two tubes coming out into a long strip pipe with like funnels. Yeah. And if you had a, the right ear going out of the right funnel and someone talked at it over there, you wouldn't hear it in the wrong spot. If you flip the tube so the wires were crossed, you could hear it correctly. Interesting. Yeah. I've never heard of that. So this this experiment, yep. this is a 1865, dude. So this, this is old, is school, old as hell. No tech around this time. This is 170 years ago almost. Was radio around this time? Radio? I don't think so. Okay. I have to check it. Yep. Steam was in the 1600s. So actually maybe, who knows? Yes. All right. This guy- Wanted to test what would happen if he wore glasses that flipped his eyesight upside down. Okay. Okay. So the glasses would flip everything. So it's just completely inverted. So where I'm looking up, it's the, it's, it's the, you know, the, the ground is on the roof in what I'm seeing. Right. Yes. So it's, it's like it's, you turn it's a full your head, 180. you turn your head 180, uh, 180 degrees and you're like walking around like that. I, I see where this is going. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So. He did this for eight days. Okay. Wow. Eight days. From morning till night. 
He slept with an eye mask on, yeah. did not open his eyes while he transferred from these special glasses to to the gla- uh, to sleep. I like, how, I like up, how in the, in those days of special glasses when you could literally just like cut little two little mirrors now and just put them on. Yeah, it's, it was something like that. Yeah. He, he, he designed it himself and built it, right? The first day he said the environment was completely unreal and strange to him. Mm-hmm. So he's walking around, everything felt alien. You know, he's looking at the roof and the sky. When he was walking around, his hands were getting very confused. You know, he'd reach he'd reach for things with the wrong hand right, because right. The, the it's flipped. So he needs to use his other hand just with the way what he's seeing. The second day he did it, he said everything started to feel a bit better, but his body felt very, very strange. So he his body felt out of place. Like, he felt like the, the landscape was getting better, but his body felt disconnected. Okay. The third day, he said he was seeing completely normal. Really? Yes. That quickly? Three days. And he said it's he was seeing the world as if it was right side up. So his brain had flipped the image back over. Really? Yes. Wow. That's so quick. Yes. And- um. That that was trip. That's exactly what I what, what I was horrified, and I'm so glad you're having this reaction right now because and, and not, not only did he his brain recorrect it, but were his understanding of where his arms are corrected yes, as well. He could run and do everything like normal. He said everything felt completely normal to him with the glasses on. Do you think that? I don't know if this is related, but do you think that if you were right-handed, you would now become left-handed? No, because the feeling felt the same to him. It felt the same. Yeah. Okay. But so what was a big adjustment for him, he said, was that when he was looking at something, at first he would reach with the wrong hand. Yes. Because the vision was flipped. Yes. So then he said it eventually he was correcting and he he was walking around going to the shops and interacting with everything completely normal. And he said the vision looked normal to him. That is really interesting. Then he said he took him off. And it was upside down again. Holy shit. (laughs) So he took off the glasses and the world was flipped. Oh my God, dude, that'd be so fucking scary. Yes. How do you, you can't confidently say that your brain's going to fix itself. Yes. Oh my God, dude. So he said he was seeing upside down when he took them off. That that is the same. He was swapping hands again. Like he was looking, say I'm looking at this laptop. Instead of reaching with his right hand when he wanted to grab something, his left hand went out and he was like, oh my God. And then he had to change it. That's he terrifying. said it took about half a day to get back to normal. That's terrifying, man. And yeah. that, that for me would be like the same reaction as if you just woke up and you couldn't hear for a day. Yeah. And you would be like, I don't know when this is coming back. Yeah, but he, I mean, I I think this is a person like, this is me and He's probably you talking about with, with a bit of anxiety in our bodies going, oh my God, this is so <laughs> new. What, what if it never goes back? Yeah, yeah. But in reality, he was very grounded and he was very sure that everything would be okay and I guess people were just a lot more chill back then with things going weird. Like, you know, people were dying heaps younger and that was just like normal. Anyway. He, I like how you just brushed that off. People yeah. just dying. It's normal. So he <laughs> he did the experiment and, yeah. and, and the experiment was to prove is the brain, can the brain adapt? Is there a certain way that our brain has been programmed to experience the world? Right. Or is it that the brain has just adjusted to well, we're right side up when we start. So that's the way the brain adapts. So he was con- he's pretty damn convinced from this experiment. It's the 1860s. Wow. 
he's pretty convinced from the experiment that even if you let's say your head was upside down on your body your brain could totally adapt any t- to the unusual um, situation that it would be in. And for instance, if your eyeballs were rotated upside down, your brain would adjust. That's really cool. And your brain can totally adapt to any situation. It's not a set certain of wires and things happening in your brain that- It adapts. That adapts. And it made me feel like this, um, it reminded me of this experiment also done by Smarter Every Day on YouTube mm-hmm. um, that he would write, he was able to learn how to ride a bike that was when you pushed left, it went right. So he he swapped the handlebars. So pushing left wouldn't turn the wheel left. It would turn it right. And when you turned it right, it would turn it left. Okay. And he said, he told people, if you can ride this 10 meters, I'll give you $1,000. And no one could do it. After six months, he was able to learn it. Wow. Okay. And so when he went back to ride a number. normal bike, he couldn't do it. He thought it was going to be a skill that you're you're going to be able to just do both. But it was not. Your brain has to rewire the the circuits. And he was in um, Amsterdam trying to get on a normal push bike. Yeah. People were watching him and laughing. And he's like, I can't do it. I, I can't ride the normal one because my brain is stuck. Is he stuck like that? No, no, no. It took him <laughs> 25 minutes. And then he's like, ah, 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 oh, it's happening. Ah, oh, it's back to normal. I got it. I did, I did. No And then the brain kind of like swapped out. It was pretty cool. It's cool. Like it quickly defaults back. It definitely switches back quicker than it takes to adapt. Yeah, that's, but that's cool, maybe but. if you just kept going for, you know, the normal way of riding your bike has been learned for years, right? So if you yeah. rode, you could probably swap back just as fast, no matter as long as one is the default. You just have to teach your body what to do. Uh, yeah. Obviously, guys, for those of you listening, uh, sorry, for, you, for those of you watching, we are clearly dressed for the occasion. Uh, we're not the Blues Brothers. We are the Men in Black. And uh, if you haven't figured that out now, yeah. If you haven't figured that out by now, realizing ourselves like forty times, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that isn't that a microphone? Um, So, for those of you that don't know, the Men in Black movie franchise is actually based off the real Men in Black, who uh, supposedly uh, work for a government organization and uh, just randomly pop up if they know you possess any info or evidence on aliens, and they seek for you to destroy it. Sightings of the Men in Black have dated back as far as 1947. Uh, Kay, the story I wanted to tell you about uh, for someone's experience with the Men in Black is the famous actor Dan Aykroyd. Yes. So uh, he's had an experience. He's had a, he's had a, an experience with the Men in Black. So for for those of you that don't know, Dan Aykroyd apparently is a very big UFO f- fanatic. I, I think. Growing up, he was always talked about in his family, and he's always had a fascination with UFOs and aliens. So uh, I can't remember what year this was, but he was um, he was in the middle of working uh, on a new series about paranormal events, uh, and it kind of, it focused on UFOs research. One night, um, he was he stepped out of his studio in New York and to take a phone call. And while he was on the phone, this black Ford pulled up. A man jumped out dressed in full black, like we are, stared him down with like a really menacing stare. And when he turned away, uh, turned away for a second and turned back, the guy in the car had completely vanished. He thought that was a bit strange, but he definitely like took mental note of it. He went back in the studio and I believe a, f- a couple hours later, he got a call uh, from the exec saying, we've canceled this show. And you would need to you need to stop all production immediately. Whoa! And it was heavily uh, based on UFO 
stuff. What? How do you think that the car disappeared? I mean, you know, these uh, men in black uh, experiences from people, they seem to be performing alien-like things. Um, uh, The way they've been described by people are they are very tall, six to seven foot men uh, dressed in all black with a black hat, uh, no eyebrows, very, very pale, shiny skin. And uh, some of them are been appeared to be putting on red lipstick just to look how, like they have some sort of blood flowing through them to show some sort of a human. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, and some, yeah, people have had these really scary experiences with them. They're not so much people, but they almost, they could be some sort of aliens working for the government to hide anything alien. That is so creepy. It makes me kind of want to just start spilling fucking some sort of knowledge about some, some come across some juicy knowledge, so yeah. juicy that- Someone comes to the house and does this shit. Yeah. Because then I'll know that's legit. But that would scare the shit out of me. Oh, it's big time. And, and some of these stories that I read where um, they would get a phone call uh, after, like, so, so someone would be in, invested heavily into some uh, alien or UFO sightings. They would get a phone call, be like, Are you at home right now? And by the time the person hangs up, there's a knock at the door and the people are already there. The men in black are already there, ready to go. Holy shit. I think I read a story about someone in the library was doing research and the way he described the men in black showing up was that as if they fell from the ceiling and just popped themselves in the chair right next to him. He didn't hear anyone approach him in the library or even the chair move out. He just saw someone in the corner of his eyes sit down and pretty much be like, stop what you're doing. So it's like they can teleport or something like that. Just aggressively would just show up and essentially put, put you in a position of fear to be like, stop what you're doing. Otherwise bad things will happen. That is so scary. Yeah, very scary. And 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 for Dan Aykroyd, you know, uh, what harm would he be doing? He must have. Uh, if you're not talking about something that's legit, mm. then there should be no issue. Because you have those, you know, <laughs> generic uh, UFO documentaries here and there. But I can imagine for someone that has a passion since they're they're a kid, they would be doing heavy, heavy research and could probably uh, undisclose something very juicy that we're not really meant to know. Yes, and uh, they put the kibosh on him. Whoa, that's so creepy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think for even for me to know this information right now, I just need to quickly re- just take a few glasses for a second there. Oh, yeah, man. Okay, for sure. Just look over here for a second. Okay. Do you have, do you have something for me? Uh, Yeah, I do. What are these? What Check are they? What's, what's that? Check what's this that? Right yeah, yeah. Look, look right here for a yeah, second. Yeah, what am I going to do? Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. I just saw this bright light, dude. You just tried, you're in a car accident. I was in a car accident? Yeah, you're right, though. Oh, it was thank just, God. It ended, up, it ended up just being gas. Is my wife okay? Yeah, they're all fine. We, you go on your way, sir. You were on your way to work. Why am I 50 kilometers from where I was before? Who knows? The eyes! All I can see is the eyes! Yeah. God, that- all right, I got something else I wanted to show you and I came across in, the, in some news. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny. Okay. So this just reminds me so much of why I hate society okay, and why our society is essentially broken and some people can just get away with murder. Like not murder, but the way some people can make a living is just so disturbing and it kind of upsets me that you just gifted this this talent, let's say, or you, you gifted these genetics and you can just do this. So I, uh, I feel like I'm going to be right by you with whatever you're going to yeah. say or next. So woman, the title of this post I found was Woman who sold farts now makes 5K per day selling boob sweat. 
So this chick, right. this chick is selling her, her right. farts for, for a living. Cool. cool. Um, first ticket to Alice Springs, please. Yeah. Okay. So a woman who was making a small fortune selling her own farts. You'll be delighted to know she's back flogging her boob sweat instead. Despite making bank from her gassy goods last year, Steph Matto from Connecticut, US, has announced her early retirement because she was hospitalized due, due to the diet to make her fart more. She was on this crazy gassy diet to make her farts like extra stinky and she was selling them in a jar. And this, she is not the first to do this. Heaps of girls are doing this. I, like, I know it's a thing. Um, like, you know, use panties and, and feet picks and, and um, you know, whatever floats your boat. But yeah. So. Yeah, I know what you mean, dude. It's <laughs> this, this paragraph had me in stitches. And then it's just going to be a bunch of being like, get your bank, girl. Yeah. And like, look, get your cash. My God. Like, I feel like. If I could do this shit, I would. But this girl's obviously like a good-looking woman. She's quite plastic-looking. You can tell she's had surgery. Okay. Probably her she lips the cash and for face, whatever. And she's like, yeah, she's a good-looking woman, but she's selling her farts because I guess, you know, thirsty motherfuckers out there want to mm. fart. Self-proclaimed fartrepreneur opted I, I for hate high that. I hate that a lot. Yeah. I hate that Fartrepreneur. I really, really hate that. <laughs> She had don't don't talk, don't high- <laughs> don't get don't g yourself up don't don't t- don't talk it up you're just farting and that's it you know like f- to to put a a, a name on it to, yeah, yeah as, a, as like a profession like, yeah it's a it's a thing get out of here it's not a thing opted for a high fiber diet living off beans and eggs which didn't go down too well when he with her insides when she was experiencing chest pain causing by excess gas so there's a picture of her in her um. I should record this. Was it Control Shift Five? By the way, um, I have no idea what I'm doing here. There's a large part of me. I think it's uh, three or five or six, not four. I don't know what I'm command. Doing. That's command, it. I yeah. got it. Um, there's a big part of me that um, also doesn't believe this whole hospital story. By the way, by you know. Um, I, I, I have a big feeling that um, she's very capable of pretending that the farts are in whatever canister she is selling. Yeah. And um, to keep up the illusion, make up a scenario where she was doing so much work for her fans that she had to go to hospital because of her stinky diet. Oh, yeah. Where, okay. um, I, I, I think that someone like that- um, Be doing not- it for the clicks. Doing it for the views. Yeah, like it's the I I, I would highly um, I wouldn't be surprised if the whole hospital thing was fake. Yeah, there's yeah. her in hospital. Yeah, uh, bless up two fingers, peace and love. So she made a full recovery. Is now selling boob sweat. Mm. So appeared on ninety day fiance claims putting a jar of her fans takes her fifteen minutes. So she sits in the sun for fifteen minutes, sells ten bottles a day. At five hundred dollars, she just sits in the sun under a titty. Yeah, but I, there. I like, I could run. I sweat like it's crazy. It's hard work. Don't be fooled. Like I could run and I s- will sweat, but to I don't think I'd even be able to fill up uh, like a, a one water no, bottle no, of sweat. No, no, no. She's just doing like a tiny little vial, little vials. couple drops. Oh, okay, couple drops. Uh, she's a good-looking girl. Yeah, but wow, uh, that's the fart jar. 
Okay. Uh, and there's more of uh, some other girl selling it. Let's, I, I know I tried that. To, um, I tried to zoom into this. What is this called? Cutie toots. Oh. That's what she's calling it. Like, obviously, this chick is way more plastic. Like, her boobs are so fake. That's a Hatsune, it's Hatsune Miku. There you go. Cutie toot. How's that? Cutie t- patooties. That's what it is. Cutie patooties. And it's sitting on her butt. What's um, going and on with so those pockets on, that, motherfuckers, on those cheeks there? Dude, guys are disgusting who buy this stuff. <laughs> but it's like are, a big dude. culture in Japan of you can buy used uh, used panties in vending machines over there. There's, there's scat porn and all I mean, that. Uh, yeah. Speaking of cars, uh, yeah. I, I stumbled across this, which is really, really cool. Blow check, my mind, boy. Check, I want to have a blown. Fix, check this out. It's Brum. Let me see. This is a car in 1918, fully electric. What what batteries did it run on? That's incredible. Uh, I, I'm not... That's like First World War shit. It looks like... It's wait, incredible. wait. Those batteries look new as those hell. Are new. But look at oh, this. Okay. There is some other cars. Look at this. 1918 Walker Electric. Yeah. No one knows uh, why it was discontinued. I think this was a German car. This I'm would have been heaps inefficient back then with those lead acid batteries. Yeah. They were heavy but and just big. to think that this was the direction at one stage. At 1918. Why did we change? Try, I th- it was would have been too expensive, too heavy, and too inefficient. Too expensive? Look at this photo. Electric car in a private charging station. That person's not paying. <laughs> that person's not paying electricity bills. Yes, they are. No, Dude, they probably got some like. Look how burning they, oil in they, the backyard. It would be so disconnected from like a okay, town. Okay, but you have to think back then. Maybe power outlets and all that stuff went. Um, they would have been 1918. Their power yeah, outlets. Yeah, yeah. Electricity yeah. pumping. Well, I don't know what the cost of electricity was, but you have to think the efficiency of charging those batteries. It might have taken two days to charge up. And so you're like, oh, I'm flat. I got to wait two days. Yeah. I think, dude, I, 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 did a, I did a lot of research back in a battery tech back at school. Mm-hmm. The lead acid chemistry was nuts. It was right. so bad. It was very inefficient. So it was huge, heavy, costed a lot to make. They didn't hold a charge very long. Not a lot of power output. And someone now, was like, let's these burn tiny stuff. batteries zipping you around. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, lithium ion versus. But I was just like, I can't believe that um, it was that's that very long ago. Thinking. 1918. Yeah, that's crazy. And they were doing electric cars then. That yeah. is incredible. I, um, It's kind of sad to, to, to think that, you know, where we would be if they carried on uh, from electric, like electric forward cars at that stage. Yeah. Instead, someone was like, let's just make combustion. Hey, man, there's a lot of black stuff coming out of the back of that car. Is that okay? Yeah, it'd be right. <laughs> What's no the worst that no could one, happen? No one had a care back then. What's the worst that could happen? The Industrial Revolution was just... <laughs> <laughs> What's, the worst that, what's the worst that could happen? I'm going the back kids, to the mines. See you yeah, later. Welcome back to the mines and get my five-year-old son to help me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, what I came across was just looking back at the old Olympics and looking at crazy stories that happened. And yeah. I just thought, man, it was the wild, wild west of, of you know, now... You would never compete in the Olympics unless you're training your whole life. You yeah. think, I have to be literally pushing the human body to the max. Yeah. Back then, I looked at the, the 1904 Olympics, the marathon, and I read, it was a total mess. The first place finisher did most most of the race in a race car. The second guy almost died by eating rat poison. The fourth place finisher raced in a dress, pants, and shoes and took a nap by the side of the road for part of the race. In nineteen in nineteen oh four, yeah, someone did the race in a car. <laughs> yeah, they cheated. 
Dude, listen to this. Did, okay, we, did we regress off, at one stage? Because it was like it's such a prestigious thing. Yeah, I don't know what was going on. So they on. went backwards and then went fucking, the, no, we, we couldn't take it seriously. It says, first off, the entire course was very dusty and breathing in that dust caused all kinds of injuries, including the one runner who was hospitalized from hemorrhaging after the dust tore his esophagus and stomach lining. That's how dusty the track was. This guy's doing fucking burnouts in a car. This is like some Diddy Kong racing shit where yeah, someone's running dude. and someone's in a car and someone's in a hovercraft. Someone's just going to throw a banana peel behind them. And the organizer of the race purposely withheld water in order to the effects the te- test the effects of dehydration. So the whole thing was a nightmare from the start. The first place finisher, Fred Laws, hitched a ride in a car to the end of the course after he was struck with serious cramping. He got out shortly after before the finish and crossed it, which fooled some of the onlookers. He claimed he did it as a joke. <laughs> the second place finisher, Thomas Hicks, was given a mixture of egg whites and strychnine, a poison which used to kill rodents or birds as an attempt as a performance enhancing drug. Oh, like, yeah. I'll just attempt it on the big day. Yeah. He's like, yeah, I'll, I'll egg whites and fucking Dude, you know what this whole thing sounds like? It sounds like... Uh, like the sequel to it's a mad 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 world like it's, yeah. it's it's a movie from that time had this shit happening in it that was the humor um he was carried along the finish line by his handlers the fourth place finisher and and darren Car- carabajal is just this dude it was a cuban national who raised money to attend the olympics by running the entire length of cuba what? he gambled away all his money when he arrived to the states and showed up for the race in dress clothing. Thankfully, another runner used a knife to cut his pants in his shorts. Carabajal stopped at the roadside orchid for a snack during the race, but the apples were rotten, so he got struck with stomachs, cramps, and had to sleep it off. Still came forth. This sounds so absurd, and all uh, 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 so many questions. So many questions. This, this dude, sounds like this Rat from, Race. Yeah. You remember that movie? Yeah. Yeah, with Mr. Bean. Well, which is essentially, it's a mad, mad, mad world. Yeah. Um, uh, this dude from another country, as if you go that hard to come to another country to compete and, and you don't just, even take it seriously. He read dress shoes and, and dude, he showed up with dress pants that they cut it on the day. And, and you're going to stop for a snack in the middle of it? Yeah, but it hurt his stomach because they were rotten. So he had to sleep it off. Still dude, came I'm, forth. Oh my God. Dude, Holy I, shit, I could have won this marathon. I want to talk to so many people at this place. Mm. Wow. It annoyed, wild, wild that, that annoyed me. That annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has there has there ever been a period in time where the Olympics stopped for a while? It's just been consistent. Oh no, since- I think it's been consistent when it started. When did it start? Wow, man, have you seen that freaking weird footage of the Olympics during World War Two? Oh, sorry, is it just per- Nin- eighteen ninety six? So this was like the third time. Oh, okay. It'd been held. Wait, no, the oh, really? second time. Second time. I thought it was like, wasn't it from like the ancient, ancient Greek? Ancient Greeks. Yeah, but maybe it was just the Greeks thing from for a while. Oh, this is when it became worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, uh, we would pretend we we're playing Dragon Ball Z. We we're, were pretending they were the characters. And man, I remember we there was this tree behind the demountable toilets mm-hmm. at our primary school, and it had little green berries on there. And we would pretend that there was Zenzu beans, <laughs> <laughs> and we would be like, defeated in battle, be like, "Get me a Zenzu bean." And Did you eat it? We ate them, dude. Do you know what they were? No, I don't. And that's why I just <laughs> I just realized the other day, I'm like- You could have been poisoning exactly. yourself. What has that done to me? I have no idea. As a kid, I was just like, it doesn't taste like anything. Uh, I do remember what they look like, but in I just realized this. I'm like, 
holy shit, man, I ate a lot of those little berries and I don't know what they were. <laughs> Just so wild. Behind the school demountable toilets as well, dude. Oh, dude, they might be growing. Maybe that's why they were yellow. They're growing off the pea juices. They're all green. They're like oh, the green still. I know, dude. Oh, what dude. was I eating, dude? I just got to Google Australian sensu bean looking tree. Yeah, <laughs> let's see what comes up. It definitely did make me strong. Oh, dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> that is actually insane. I wonder you if I go back to the school and it's still there. The trees. Do you I think it was actually giving you a little bit of health every time you regenerated a bit? Look, I'm I'm still sound body of mind. Yeah, maybe not so my, so much mind, but uh, there must have been something in there good enough that I can keep running. Damn, that's funny as hell. Hey, you, it made me it made me power up my Kamehameha. So uh, you, you, I hated when I was playing with make believe, and there was always one kid, and it's like I'm gonna have the power to breathe fire. I'm gonna have the power to fly, and then one kid is like, I want the power to have all the powers. Yeah, <laughs> like damn, dude, why do you gotta do it like just, that? Or like just abusing their power so much that just overpowering everyone. You're like, yeah, dude, you it, gotta I'm dial gonna, back I'm a little bit. I'm not gonna play with you anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to play this make believe game anymore. I was um I was definitely the kid where like you start playing tip. And then as soon as I'm in, I'm like, I don't want to play anymore. Oh, wait, really? <laughs> yeah, dude. You need another sensu bean. Yeah, I need the sensu bean. I'm out of energy. Sensu bean. It's at the back of the toilets. The back of the toilets. <laughs> oh, that's gold. How big were they? A guy showed his feet and they were like primate feet. He looked like he had opposable thumbs as big toes. And they were like, the big toe was definitely lowered down on his foot. Oh, and it looked like he could like I, literally I've grab seen stuff. That. I've seen that. Yeah, he yeah. had um, he had a. I know exactly what you're talking about. He had some sort of genetic defect that forced his feet to become this devolved version of themselves. Yes, it was almost like chimp feet. I saw it. He had toes, you know, that were just completely off his foot. Yeah, yeah that's it. That's, that's it. This yeah, is the guy. We're, I saw that bring guy. It up, bring up the picture right here. But yeah, we'll um, bring it up for those of the, for those of you watching. But um. It's very fascinating. He looks like he he has his his big toe hands is, for feet. Yeah, it looks like hands. you know how your your thumb is not the the tallest. It's the shortest of all your hands. That's what his foot looks like. It's very bizarre. And it definitely looks like he, if if he wanted to, he could it hang off pain. a tree. Yeah, it looks super painful for some reason. No, I think it just looks like a strong hand because that that dude definitely gripping on stuff. He's that holding on to stuff. Yeah, 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 I'm man. Shoes would be so uncomfortable for him. To be have to be like custom shoes. What would you, what would you? Would uh, you barefoot it like that? Yeah, I'd want my I'd, I'd want my feet hands to be strong as fuck. No, no, no. Would you walk around you know the shops like that barefoot? I wouldn't walk around the shops like you'd look like a now. splice alien. People would be yeah. pretty freaked out. You'd I reckon that, you'd honestly, like you'd be pretty mind. embarrassed. You'd be pretty embarrassed, but you know, at the same time, I would love to take advantage of that at home. Like what, you, just like you could put your shoes on without crush your, a coke can with your toes. You could put your <laughs> shoes on without bending down. That's if he's got the dexterity. You don't know, dude. I saw a video. This guy's like doing like gripping motions. Like, <laughs> okay. like he uh, he could hold an apple. He could hold an that's apple. Pretty with his incredible feet, for sure. He's All got right. the grip. Damn. Stem. All right, that's cool. Man. <laughs> would you um? How far would you would you live if no one was at your home and you're living by yourself and you and you got this ability? How far are you living ape life? What do you mean? How are you, far are you, am I living? Are up? you on all fours? Are you are you holding a book and eating an apple with your feet? Yeah. With your feet, like what are you? How far are you pushing it? <laughs> what a strange <laughs> question! I love it. I don't think I'd. I'm honestly too lazy to learn that type of skill. I think I picture him because you can do max, max you can production. do crazy stuff with your feet now. But are you going to practice it? Like I've seen people write with their feet. 
But yeah, do you want to practice that? that? That's do you want to waste your time though. doing this that? This guy looks like he's got hands for feet. Yeah, but I don't still think I would invest in one. I'm this. picturing this dude, right? He's sitting back on a couch. He's holding a book with his left hand. He's, sw- <laughs> he's swelling, oh, no, wait, he's swelling a glass of wine with his right foot hand and then just like changing the record player with his left foot hand and then just like grabbing a drink with his right hand. Like just right, multitasking. <laughs> that's amazing. But the first thing I thought you said was he's like chilling back, lying down and he's got his toes holding a book and he's just reading yeah, so dude. chill. That's what and I like, And turning pages with his foot hand. Okay, that's pretty amazing. I, that That's an amazing thing to picture and I want to picture he's living that life. Too. I hope he's living that life. I hope so. Yeah, that would but be amazing. But he was pretty open about it online, so you hope so. you got to be. You'd have, you've, you've been asked questions since birth, so. Very quick. You blink, you'll miss it. Everyone at home, we're going to describe it. Rotate that it. laptop for me. We're going to describe yep. it and then uh, for those watching, I'm going to bring up the video for you as well. Okay, blink, you'll miss it. Oh, okay. okay, guys. So it, it's a short video. It's about of one this, second long. Basically, have you seen Matrix 2? <laughs> yeah. So those two dread-looking dudes twins. that turned the twins, picture them but like 30 years older and basically still dressing the same. And uh, <laughs> so one of the, the, the this guy, he's old. He's got bleach blonde hair. He's put on sunnies and this cameraman just rams him with the camera. It looks like, I'm guessing this is Japan with yeah, the, I don't with know the text on the screen. On. Yeah, and, and no one is confused by what's going on with the camera. No, um, I I feel like he asked for, a, he was a piece of shit to the reporter. And then he said, and but like, because he's looking, he's putting his like, you know, um, Givenchy shades on. Yeah. He's like, yo, now I'm ready for my close up. And the reporter was like, now go f- fuck yourself. And he rams him with a camera. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was a piece of shit team just before this started. But damn, dude, he he's- He uh, is colliding with him too. <laughs> like, he is not that, slowing down. That, he's taken off frame, dude. Like, and I'm, I bet you those sunglasses are broken. And he puts them on like, like a boss, dude. He's, he's doing he's it like so sleek. Jamming. Yeah, I know. Why is he like the face as well? He's going- yeah. So, wait, what do you think's going on here? Like, I, it's I, a news report. Yeah, dude, I think he was being a piece of shit. And he and and he was like trying to act all cool, calm, collected. Um, after he just blew up, and the like the cameraman was like, "Nah, stuff this dude." But he like physically attacks him. <laughs> he said, "I'm ready for my close up." He's like, "Here you go." Yeah, he's like, "I'm ready for my close up." He's like, "Bam!" It yeah. just nails him. Damn! I want to know what happened after that. Yeah, I want to know. Do you think he? Uh, do you think he was? He arced up. He arced up he for mad? sure. He was upset that his favorite glasses broke. Um. And that he wasn't going to get cast in the next Matrix movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's balding severely. Yeah, big time, dude. I don't think he's... See, um, if he was younger, he would have been able to go intangible there and the camera would have gone right through him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, ever since his twin brother died, it's never been the same. Okay, so we have... Explain that video. Oh, oh, oh. Thank you so much, everyone, for watching our... Men in Black special. Yep. I'm your host again, Special Agent J. And I'm your host, Special Agent K. And for those of you watching, I'm just going to get you to look at your center of your screen just over to hit this little device over here. Cool. Thank you for watching this uh, hour-long video of acquisitions and mergers. 